Hey guys, welcome back to the Cup Run Podcast. My name is Michael. My name is Jalen. And today, the title of the episode is The Speed of Light. Such a cool, cool topic. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. Oh yeah, and I, I love the, like, the speed of light is something that you don't really have to have an understanding of to know what it is. Exactly. Like so many, most people I'm sure know that the speed of light is like the fastest that something can move. In the universe. In the universe, yeah. Ever. According to, to physics, yeah. nothing can travel faster than the speed of light, or nothing can travel the speed of light other than light. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, if it has mass, it can't go the speed of light. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really cool. Yeah, which also means that light doesn't have mass. Exactly. It's really weird. And it's also really weird because, like, have you seen, like, light sails? It's like a really, really thin fabric that, that the scientists have theorized being able to make, and light pushes it. Huh. Like, I don't know how it works, but... I know we can make light engines, because whenever you're in space and, like, you click a flashlight, it'll push you. Not very much, because mm-hmm. light isn't that powerful from yeah. a flashlight, but if you had a big enough engine producing that much light, then you'd go yeah. pretty fast. So, that's what I heard. I didn't know there was, like, a light sailboat. Yeah, well, not exactly, like, a sailboat, but it's... there. You put, like, the little probe in the middle, and then a gigantic, but really, really thin, like, fabric, or, like... I don't even know what it's made out of, but, like, light pushes it. It uses the sun's light to push it. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Sounds like a mega project that we can make later on. <laughs> like Dyson spheres and stuff. Right. So the speed of light is exactly... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this. These big <laughs> numbers scare me. So it's 299,792,458 meters per second, or about 186,282 miles per second. It's, it's crazy that, fast. It's pretty fast. Yeah. Does not compare to the speed of sound, which is only 3,000, right? Yeah. How I thought um, the speed of sound is like 700 miles per hour. No. Yeah. Look at the speed of sound. Speed of I, sound. I thought it was like I, th- I thought it was 3,000 kilometers. Oh, never mind. I'm, wait. 300 meters a second. 300 meters a second. 343 meters a second. Oh, where? Speed of sound in miles. I, I could for so long. In air. Yeah. <laughs> in in no air. Crap. <laughs> We're doing some intense research, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like 700 miles per hour. Bro, Google literally has speed of sound <laughs> for, one. for one speed of sound. <laughs> what is what is 69 speeds of sound? Oh, that's kind of fast. That is a little, little crazy. Can we go 69 speeds of sound? <laughs> so light is electric magnetic radiation and it can be detected by us so in the last episode if you guys were paying attention to that one even though it was a little rambunctious yeah regular radiation you you can't see it's like it feeds into you yeah. and stuff most most radiation we can't see we can't see but light is a type of radiation that we can see because it's waves are yeah all longer. all radiation are is a type of light like x-ray is a t- is a type of light like radio waves are a type of light but they're just all on a certain frequency yeah so particle of light is called a photon and photons are the things that are like light is light but a photon is a thing traveling at the speed of light so i guess light doesn't have mass but we're really saying that photons well what about a light because i know that light can be both a particle and a wave like it has properties of both a particle and I a thought wave whenever the photon traveled that it made waves um i'm not sure because i i know that there's some scientist that did experiments on light and realized that it had both properties of waves and of particles i saw that video so pretty much they did an experiment and whenever they put a board 
and then there was a slit in the board and then they shot solid balls through the board and it made the shape of the slit through the board yeah and then they did that with water waves and it only hit at whenever there was one slit on the other end where the wave impact was strongest was at its arch then they did it with two and then there was like multiple waves and then it hit at multiple points really really strong then they did it with light and there was one beam of light with the one thing but then the two things the one beam of light was solid but then the uh oh (laughs) the one beam of light whenever it was going through the slit was like the solid object and whenever there was two slits with the solid object it did the same thing as before but then whenever there was two slits with the light it did the same thing as the waves so that's where it like begged the question so weird yeah and then they tried to observe it by putting a, a recorder there and then it completely changed, and the light did the same thing as the solid did with the two slits. So when it was being observed, it changed? Mm-hmm. That's so... Yeah. Why? And that's why people think that the Matrix is real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, Schrodinger's cat. Right. Like, whenever, like, it, it, it's both alive and dead until you observe it. <laughs> I love I love the memes where it's like, like uh, the cat in here is both alive and, and dead. Meow. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or... <laughs> You just shoot the box. <laughs> it's both alive and dead until we open the box. <laughs> you see, like, blood seeping out. <laughs> okay, now that we're over our our boring light tangent of boringness, <laughs> we go into the really fun part. And this part, me and Jalen are excited for it. It's Einstein's theory of relativity. Now, don't don't leave. Yeah. Okay? It, don't get scared. It's, it, it's cool. It's, it's cool. Trust we us. Promise. We promise. <laughs> yes, yes, we promise. So... Einstein's theory of relativity is basically you see things relative to your yeah, perspective. Yeah, everything is relative to... What, okay, that, that, that sounds wrong, but... Mm-hmm. Well, everything isn't relative to you specifically, but to you, everything is relative to you. So, for example, whenever you see a baseball flying towards a baseball player and he hits it with the bat, the baseball is relative to the field and how far it travels. But in reality, the baseball is relative to the field, the field's relative to the earth, the earth is relative to the sun, the sun is relative to the massive black hole in the middle of space. (laughs) (laughs) So everything is relative to the bigger thing, I suppose. Try to think of it like that. I mean, it doesn't say it on here, but from what I researched. Yeah. I thought that the theory of relativity... Yeah, okay, so one thing that I thought was cool, like I know this is kind of off topic, or not not off topic, but like off what you were just saying, but that's fine. So like... The fact that light is always moving at the speed of light, no matter no like matter what. from your perspective, it always has to be moving at the speed of light. Now, I never really thought about this until just hearing about it. Obviously, I heard about it just now, but I hadn't really thought about it until like maybe a year ago. And it's just freaky to me that like our perspective changes how things operate. In a yeah. Way. Okay. So, pretty much, I did a a crap load of research and Jalen again didn't look at the script <laughs> so whenever we were whenever we whenever I was researching light travels at the speed of light no matter what but you might be saying well what about black holes I mean light warps around it and everything moves slow around a black hole and light like some, some light doesn't escape a black hole yeah exactly but it's not exactly what happens so if you guys have ever done the weird physics class experiment or the intro to science experiment where the teacher brings out the big spandex thing over the 
pool, the kiddie pool, and then puts a giant ball in the middle and then like rolls marbles around it to show how gravity works. Well, that's pretty much a black hole. Whenever you set black hole in the space-time continuum, it creates this big, infinitely... Infinitely dense. Infinitely like. dense dip. So if you could take that experiment, put a ball that could float, and then have a dip that goes infinity forever yeah. in the gravitational field, then you could see how like planets would rotate around, but, I mean, it would instantly fall in because yeah. it's so dense that it would not be able to escape no matter yeah, what. Yeah, once it eventually went in, like you're, it's not rolling out like uh, for all the other points if a ball rolled past the black hole it would like kind of orbit around but if it went directly into the hole it's not going to roll back around exactly it's in the hole so whenever light travels right we see it and we see it moving slower from our point of view but that's not actually happening so you got to think of it whenever we see it we see it from a two-dimensional point of view we see it it moves as it gets closer it moves slower and slower and slower and that's the photon but really, the light particle is still going the speed of light, but it goes down, kind of, if you want to think of it that way. In the, in the fourth dimensional field of the space-time, you can see it. It's traveling the same distance, same speed, but for us, it hasn't moved hardly at all. But for the light, it's moved a great distance. And that's... That's so weird. <laughs> speed of light is always speed of light, even if there is a giant black hole, just to show how powerful it is. Yeah, it, it can never be slowed down, mm -hmm. which is also something really weird exactly. to think about like a, a particle or a wave, whatever, a half particle, half wave that doesn't have any sort of mass. It contains energy, but no mass. Yeah. It's, I don't know. That's just weird to wrap my head Physicists around. have actually used this kind of a, a, a demonstration of what would happen if we slowed light down to two kilometers a second. And they kind of like theorized it pretty much and played around with it. And it's like a AI computer thing or whatever and pretty much like it was just a bunch of waves on a screen whenever somebody moved like there, there was nothing so the, <laughs> it was it didn't like work necessarily but i thought it was pretty cool whenever i watched the video on it that's freaky then that's also something really weird like everything that we perceive we 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 think of it as instantaneous but really since everything that we see is just the work of our eyes and light reaching our eyes mm -hmm. everything is just our eyes capturing light bouncing off of other things so yeah if light moved slower we would see everything really, really weirdly because uh -huh. light would be reaching our eyes at a different speed. Exactly. Um, so whenever we think of the black hole and like the thing that I mentioned with the demonstration of the ball sitting in the spandex, the way that we found this out was using an interferometer. Interferometer, is that you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah, interferometer. And pretty much it measures the gravitational waves of something, which is really cool. So we can measure the gravitational waves of Earth, the sun, or a black hole, which yeah. bends light around it. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so let me grab out my notebook. Jalen, go on a tangent for a second. I'm go grabbing on, my notebook. Go on a tangent? Because I, uh, I, I put so much research and effort into this. Okay, well, I mean, I guess one thing that I like to talk about, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but like, Speaking about gravity, like, you know how in, like, science fiction shows and movies and stuff, you have these spaceships that have, like, the artificial gravity, and it seems like, oh, yeah, that's maybe realistic sometime way, way, way far in the future. No. Like, not even in science fiction does it make any sense. If there's a ship that has, like, artificial gravity, when does the gravity end? Like, if you were to, like, drill a hole in the floor and jump into it, when would the gravity end? And where's the gravity coming from? Why is it directly below you? I think you've if, gone on this before. If there if there is something directly below Oh yeah, I've definitely done it. I've definitely this, done it. This exact either outside the podcast or in the podcast. 
I think I've heard about but it still, multiple times. I'm serious. Time. If something was on the bottom of the ship, would it get like zoot and attracted to the bottom? Like, is the gravity on all sides, or is it somehow from only one side? Doesn't make any sense to me, and it hurts my brain. And now, whenever I watch like I don't know Star Wars or something, and I see it, it doesn't make any sense. Like they're all walking. It's like yeah, the ships below you should be orbiting you right now. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. I'm gonna stop talking because there's nothing else I can talk about, and you can never got it. So I feel really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, so what I was going to say, the principle of equivalence, yeah. So this is another way that you can understand Einstein's theory of relativity. So the principle of equivalence is pretty much you can't tell that you are moving at a certain speed until you have that frame of reference. So say you're on a train, okay, and you can feel it tossing and turning. But if you're on a train, and you can also look out your window and see that you're moving miles per hour, fast, really fast, whatever. Whenever you are moving in the train, you can feel the things going around you, you can feel, hear, use all your senses to know that you are moving really fast. But you were in a train and you couldn't, it didn't turn, it just was in a straight line and there was no windows. And like no turbulence or No anything. turbulence, nothing. You wouldn't be able to tell that you were going like 80 miles an hour. Yeah, and same thing applies for like being on the earth. Yeah. The earth is spinning relatively fast and it's going all around the sun really really fast mm-hmm. and you notice none of it exactly but it kind of helps a little bit with understanding whenever other things are traveling with us so say Jalen is standing still but I'm going 60 miles an hour around him Jalen would see me going 60 miles an hour around him and I just see him as a blur standing still but if Jalen was going with me around the same loop and the same point of 60 miles an hour we would be like we were standing still and everything around us would be spinning. Yeah. So if me and Jalen were going 60 miles an hour in a circle around the same point, but the rest of the world and the light around us was also going that 60 miles an hour more than it already is, but around the, the point and everything moved with us, we wouldn't be able to tell that we were going 60 miles an hour. <laughs> so <laughs> there doesn't have to be windows. You could literally just, if everything started running with you, you wouldn't be able to tell you're, you're running super fast. You would it'd just be like running in place. And that's kind of like how it, what it's like in a black hole. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you move inside because what the heck? Yeah, exactly. It's so trippy. Why did we have to pick this topic it's right so, now? I'm so tired. It's so, like my brain is mush from school. But that's because I've been doing research all day, and Jalen has been sitting in computer science trying to learn how to hack the school's computer plot <laughs> site. <laughs> okay, next, we're going to talk about the life of light. Life of the photon. It's, so, a, it's a sad and short it's life. It's a sad and very, very short life. <laughs> Alright, so the Andromeda Galaxy, 33,000 light years away, right? Super big distance. It would take us more than our lifetime to even... 100%. Yeah, just to even get there. But light, it travels at the speed of light and hits... It travels 33,000 years. Yep. And it could bounce off a telescope, bounce off somebody's butt cheeks, bounce off (laughs) of Jalen's red hair. Like, it doesn't... (laughs) It doesn't matter what it bounces off of, but it does. And the only thing that it remembers is moving from the Andromeda Galaxy, like bouncing off of whatever it bounced off in the Andromeda Galaxy, and then bouncing off of whatever it bounced off of there. Everywhere that a photon travels, it's just, for, from the perspective of the photon, it's instant. The entire, like, every photon lives out its entire existence, and the existence of the basically entire universe, potentially, in an instant, from its point of view. Yeah. So, what might take us 
30,000 years to see the light. It takes a photon. Not not, time. Not time. No time. No time to travel. It doesn't remember it. Everything around it is is warping because it's traveling the speed of light. So as it goes, it's done. And it that's, job. that's so weird. And and I know, and that also relates to how, like, the faster you go, the slower things slow, mm-hmm. like, slow down around you. Yeah. And because wasn't there some sort of, like, time difference? So I remember there was an experiment done with astronauts aboard the International Space Station, uh, checking, like, I guess, checking their age. Mm-hmm. And technically, one of the guys that, or the people that come down from the International Space Station... There's this one guy that was up there for like a year. I'm sure m- multiple people have done that, but he came down and he was technically like, well, like 0.1 seconds older than he would have been if he was on Earth. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. It's because of time dilation, and I don't exactly know how that works. Hold on. We'll look up. So time dilation in space. You're going to hear me typing on the computer. So the form of time dilation is also real, and it's because in Einstein's theory of general relativity, gravity can bend space-time and therefore time itself. The closer the clock is to the source of gravitation, the slower time passes. The farther away the clock from gravity, the faster time will pass. (laughs) (laughs) So I read that. I didn't understand it. (laughs) So I think what it's saying is whenever you're close to the black hole, slower time gets for you. Uh, everything around you speeds up. Okay, so well, time time is technically slowing. If we went into okay, a black maybe, hole, maybe I have that mixed up. I probably have that mixed maybe, up. Maybe he was a point second younger than he was. Supposed maybe. To be. Yeah. Okay, maybe that maybe that was. So whenever you go into a black hole, and if we were able to come out of the black hole, then we would be really really young. Because we basically, like... Time slowed down for us. Yeah. We were slowed down. The universe was speeding around us. But whenever somebody saw us, we were just frozen, pretty much. Oh, no, now I know. Yeah, so time slows down for us. And I think I I talked to you about Mm -hmm. this outside of the podcast. And it was, like, if you got sucked into a black hole, from everyone else's perspective, you would basically never get to the actual, like, center of the black hole or whatever. But from your perspective, you're still moving at the same speed, but everything around you speeds up so incredibly fast. It's like you just witness the end of the universe. And Boom. It, well, you'd probably die before then. Yeah, but, but you'd be, you know, spag- <gasps> spaghettified. Spaghettified. Haha. <laughs> but if we could survive, if we were immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I would choose immortality if I was given the option. I don't know. Like, immortality, like, everybody's like, oh, you'll be so depressed. Haha. <laughs> So, I'm already depressed now. So, like, how immortal is immortal? Whenever people think of, like, I would choose immortality. Because whenever the earth ends, or, like, whenever the sun expands into being a red giant and sucks up the earth, that might suck a little bit. That might hurt. That might little. hurt. That <laughs> might hurt a little bit, Michael. But if I, like, prepare myself, it's okay. If somebody <laughs> nukes me, I'll definitely, it won't feel as hot. Okay, so you won't. Okay, what if it's, like... Like, biological immortality. Like, kind of like, you know how lobsters technically can't die of old age? Mm. But, like, you can still hit one in the head and it's going to die? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it could be almost like that, except nothing's going to kill you unless you're, like, completely atomized. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like you're just dismantled completely. Literally. Like, like nothing can come back to you. My heal. molecules are broken down yeah. piece by piece. Thanos because, style. Because that would save you from the sun. That would. Because then you'd get sucked up by it and it would just... But whenever I went to a black hole, I would die. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the universe. Yeah, you'd witness it all. Unless I, like, 
swam my way away from the play. Swam your way away. <laughs> Not even lightning can escape, but Michael. He, just, Michael he, he has really good swim, I, swim um, game. My, my backstroke's too crazy for the black hole. <laughs> Backstroking through literally nothing. Went <laughs> through Hawking radiation. I just... No. I just wait for another Big Bang to happen <laughs> and then I can be done backstroking until the next big bang I hope you f- like somehow float into a planet right oh but then you'd end up on like some desolate planet like in the middle of nowhere I'm just gonna be sitting there I'm hungry I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> get sucked into a gas giant oh no Whee! going to Jupiter <laughs> well that's pretty much yeah that's everything we have to talk about the, the speed of light yes very cool I hope you guys like really enjoyed the speed of light itself. At, at least just, yeah, at least just learning about it because it's so cool. Do your own research. We're telling you, like, you don't have to just listen to our podcast and, like, stick there because I, I get a lot of feedback from yeah. a lot of people. And some people think it's really boring. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> My mom listens and she laughs because I hear her. She's like, I'm listening to the podcast. And she sounds like a chihuahua in the other room laughing. It's really funny. But... <laughs> and I'm like, what joke were you laughing at? She's like, haha, you, uh, you made fun of this or that or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, you made fun of my Irish heritage." Ha yeah. ha ha ha, mom. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> no crying. Okay, fine. We don't cry in the podcast. Sucking the tears down. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, if we finally got the house, Jalen. Oh, like you actually are moving. We, we, we are moving into it. Soon, awesome. soon. Okay. Uh, the 11th and the 13th, we're moving into the house. So pretty much the room. I didn't get it fully tell you. The uh-huh. room is like arm span, a little wider, and then some. And then like that's pretty, it's like an oversized closet pretty much. Okay. So we go in there. Mom's so gonna, the mom's, recording room. Yeah. Mom's going to get us a skinny counter. We're going to have all of our plugins and stuff. I'll probably like, drill what? a hole in the counter so we can get the wires through. But then we're going to put... The foam board's on there. She's going to give me a soundproof curtain to put on the door so that we can get in and out. I'm going to get a regular black curtain, paint the room black, and then get the orange LEDs and get it all hooked up. And then for Christmas, I'm going to ask for an on-air sign that we can turn (laughs) on whenever we're recording, and then nobody will bother us. Yeah, that's cool. Because my little brother would be like, Michael, can you help me with my homework? (laughs) Dorian! Recording. Do you think wasps like? Do you think wasps would listen? I'm going to seal my window <laughs> so I don't have wasps. That joke. There's a wasp in the room right now. Where is it? Like I, I think know. it's up on the fan. I'm not trying to look for it. Oh, it is on the fan. Did, it's buzzing. Did, did you hear it? Yeah, I did. Ah, I think it's. Oh, it's on my poster. It's oh. on my, my tarot card poster. <laughs> is that a raccoon? <laughs> yeah, it's a. It says the fool. That's funny. He's chilling. I don't like him though. I wish he'd leave. He's not gonna leave. He's I mean, unless leave. we make him depart, like. Mortal realm. I'm gonna crucify. Oh my god! (laughs) I say we crucify him with a sandalia. (laughs) Okay, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Sorry about the last episode. You know, because it was a a blooper. Blooper. Yeah, but I had to. I had to work. Yeah, Jalen was working, and he there was a field trip that I wanted to go on on Saturday, so I he chose that over the podcast. (laughs) I priorities, Michael. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye. See ya.